0: the Holy Ghost and how that that covenant, that power, he that abides in him uh, will change the way he's walking and will keep his commandments and then uh, we talked about how that when uh, Simon Peter was speaking at, at um, the house of Cornelius that in fact the Holy Ghost fell on them just like The father had fallen on the prodigal son's neck when he arrived back. And so as you look later in 1 John, as he he mentioned in the 2nd chapter, in the 3rd chapter, and then in the 4th chapter, he says, "...whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God..." God dwells in him, and he in God, and here we have known and believed that God hath loved us, for God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him, and so he, he talks about this indwelling, this, this in, inner connection with God Almighty, and Paul would talk about that when he said I am crucified with Christ nevertheless I live but it's not me but it's Christ that lives in me and so it becomes part of our understanding that we have the Spirit of God in us. It's often why I've I've told folks whenever they're struggling with, you know, maybe they go places they shouldn't or do things or say things or whatever, you know, if you can just imagine, if you will, God's with you and say, hey Lord, do you think we ought to go to that place? Do you think I ought to hang around those people? Do you think you and I ought to get in that car with those. And the Lord will tell you. Yes, yes. If you'll listen to him, yes. he'll say, no, I, I don't think I'd, I'd care about going there. And you don't want to go anywhere that the Lord doesn't want to go. Amen. I mean, it's as simple as that. You say, well, I, I, I kind of do my own thing. Well, that you can find yourself in your own trouble. Doing your own thing, and so you know it, whether whatever it is, it's that. And, and I've I've heard many testimonies of individuals that are here and and that have been here that would talk about you know how God, you know would they would they would try to sell a house or buy a car or whatever without asking the Lord, and it end up they would go, oh wow, I, you know next time I'm gonna say I'm gonna check in with the the guy that lives in my house. Yeah because he lives in us and that's why Paul in Philippians said wherefore my beloved as you have all obeyed not in my presence only but now in my absence work out your own salvation with fear and trembling why could he say that because if you genuinely respect and honor God and God's word and you tremble at the presence of him and you really want to please him, I'm telling you the Lord's not going to allow you to do anything or go anywhere or be in any place or situation that he's not there in the middle of it with you. And so it is God that works in you both to will and to do of his good Pleasure. I know it's not an immediate process. It doesn't happen in the first two minutes. You receive the Holy Ghost on Sunday night. And you walk out of here. And you're forever changed. It's it's that process as Paul said. Of dying daily. It's that process of letting Christ be formed in us. It's that process of letting the, the Lord speak to me. Time and time again. It's a growth process. That is supposed to occur. Because you see. Paul even would say, I travail until Christ is formed in you. Some folks, when, as soon as they receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, they, you know, they're not used to listening to that voice. That's still a small voice. And so they go and they do their own thing. And well, I want to try this and I want to do that. And I think I can handle this and I think I can handle that. And all the time the Lord is screaming, trying to scream in their ear and they're ignoring it. You know what I'm talking about and yet it's a formation process and it's a growth process this is why you know paul even who was who who had uh, had numerous revelations he explained to him in corinthians i've had i've been exalted through revelations god spoken to me and yet i had a thorn in the flesh and i prayed again and again and again thrice it says but in the greek it means again and again and again that it would depart and finally the word came my grace is sufficient and he said more therefore rattler rather i rather glory in my infirmity that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Now, here's the man who said, Christ is born in us. Christ lives in us. Christ, we're attached to the vine. We're part of the body. And yet, there comes some time whenever I need for the power of the Lord to rest on me as well. Even though He's formed in me, even though He's living in me, I need Him to All of a sudden, saturate me. And he said, I take pleasure in infirmities. And he ends it up by saying, when I am weak, I am strong. If you read that verse, the ninth verse in the Amplified, and I know the Amplified has all these words, it says, But he said unto me, My grace, my favor, loving kindness and mercy is enough for you, sufficient against any danger and enables you to bear the trouble manfully. For my strength and power are made perfect, fulfilled and completed and show themselves most effective in your weakness. Therefore, I will all the more gladly glory in my weaknesses and infirmities that the strength and power of christ the messiah may rest and then it in the amplified it says yes may pitch a tent over and dwell upon me oh i want the presence of the lord to not only be inside but to pitch a tent over me and to dwell upon me in the moment you say i i I, that's the covenant promise that we have when we receive the gift of the holy ghost and all of a sudden we become part of of a new household the household of faith and that's why paul would say i i'm not I know how to be abased and how to be uh, abound because I can do all things I have learned and I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me I have grown I have understood it is a growth process and like a baby like a a natural baby you have to feed it you have to you have to make sure you've got it in a good environment you know you don't have a child and, and leave it on the doorstep and put it out in the snow and say well you know, it's gotta to toughen up sometime. You know, I'm it's just the way it is. It's gotta learn sometime how to be tough. Same is true with presence of God that's in us. Nurture it, put it in an environment. And so when an individual comes into his presence and we've had a service tonight and folks have rejoiced and worshipped it, what are you doing? Why are you doing all that? Because I want the tabernacle of God to pitch itself over me. I want the Spirit of God to hover over me. I want it to grow. I want to I read the Word. And Paul talked about how the babies desire the milk of the word why why are you reading the word i don't feel like it not in my flesh i don't remember my flesh is the enemy of almighty god but i am doing this to nurture the presence of the lord in me so Colossians Paul said I I want to walk worthy of the Lord with all pleasing being fruitful in every good work increasing in the knowledge of God strengthened with all might according to his glorious power and all patience and long suffering and joyfulness and I know I mentioned that the other night on a Wednesday night I I can't imagine the power and the might and what we felt here and the power of God and oh man immediately go and, and expect to see miracles and expect to go to the hospital and I you know it wouldn't shock me at all if the brother Bill called and said hey I, I want you to know everything's alright I need to come home tonight that's the kind of power we felt around here and yet Paul here described all power and might according to his glorious power and what's it supposed to produce in us patience Long suffering with joyfulness. Oh, I don't like the power for that. But I want to tell you, in this hour we're living with all the stuff going on, God, we need all power to have patience and to have long-suffering and to have joyfulness. In Ephesians he said that you might be strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith being rooted and grounded in love and would comprehend the breadth, the length, the depth, the height and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you might be full, filled with all the fullness of God. God. Wow. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. (laughs) According to the power that works where? (laughs) Why is it important? For me to get into his presence, and run, walk, shout, dance, try to tap into that presence. Because I know that the power of the Lord (coughs) is somehow going to be funneled through the power that is in me. And so, here he uses, when you read those verses in Ephesians, he talks about the inner man to dwell, to be rooted like a vine, to be understanding, all of the things that the Holy Ghost is able to do for us. Paul talks about them in Ephesians. And I realize for one spirit, we are all baptized into one body. Whether Jews or Gentiles, bond or free, we are all part of the body. What are you saying? <coughs> when we have been baptized into the presence of Almighty God, it binds us. As Brother Robert said, whether we're here, whether we're somewhere else, a family, we can Zoom, we can have a Bible study. I am thankful for the presence of Almighty God that circles the globe. What a privilege it is that we're all part of the body. And they talked about (coughs) this lady being baptized, buried with him by baptism into death. And it, it what does it do? It breaks the hold of sin on our life, that we should not serve sin, so Ephesians the first chapter, he says, blessed, thank you, uh, be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings." In heavenly places in Christ. According as he hath chosen us in him. Before the foundation of the world. That we should be holy. And without blame before him in love. Even when we were dead in our sins. Hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace are you saved. And hath raised us up together. And made us sit together. In heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That's why when you have a service like we had tonight, and I know everybody couldn't be here, but when you start feeling that, it's almost like you're translated from here to the glory world. And you feel like you're running not around these walls, but you're running down a street of gold. And you're standing before the presence of Almighty God. Because we are in Christ at that moment. Oh, but that's what Jesus prayed whenever he was in the garden. Right before he was crucified in John the 17th chapter. That they may all be one as thou, Father, are in me and I in thee. That they may be one in us. That the world may believe that thou hast sent me and the glory which thou gavest me I have given them and that they may be one as we are one I in them, thou and me that they may be perfect in one and that the world may know that thou hast sent me and hast loved them, as thou hast loved me, I have declared my name unto them, and they and will declare it, that the love wherein thou hast loved me may be in them and I in them. What are you saying? The covenant that God made with us through the infilling of the Holy Ghost. What a privilege it is to receive the power of the Holy Ghost. This is why Paul understood this was the plan of God. In fact, in 1 Corinthians he said, We speak not in the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. Before he ever made Adam and Eve, he wanted to tabernacle with mankind. All the way back. He said, that's what I want to do. And for 4,000 plus years, <clears throat> he tried it through the law and through all of that. And Paul said, God hath revealed unto, this, unto us by his spirit. The spirit searches the deep things of God. For what knoweth that man save the spirit of the man that is even in him? even so the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. We have not received the Spirit of the world but the Spirit which is of God that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. The covenant that God made in the wilderness with Israel He opened to us through the veil of His flesh When he died on Calvary, so that 50 days later he could fill us with his Spirit. What a privilege! And I, I, I don't know. I, I, I wish everybody believed it. I wish everybody understood it. I, I know. When you say, "Well, some," you know, get a taste of it, and they understand repentance, and they understand salvation through the blood and they understand baptism and maybe even understand baptism in Jesus name and they understand taking communion being part of the body but some folks stop short of saying I want a covenant with God with his spirit in me I want him to be in me I want him to tabernacle on me I want his presence I want to be connected to him like a branch is connected to a tree you know and you can't you're it's not you cannot have a branch like i said this morning and break it off and bring it in the house and say i want that branch to be in here produce the apples i don't want to i don't want to have to go outside doesn't work that way it's that connection. I realize I I realize and I I understand apostolic church it's not the same as joining the Kiwanis. It's not the same as joining the whatever club. say well there are good clubs sure there are good organizations there are good clubs but we're not talking about a a, a club. We're talking about a new birth being born again of the water and of the Spirit. It's not something you put down easy. It's not something that you can walk away from. I, I tell you, all the backsliders that have been through a church like this. In fact, Brother Randy Odey called me tonight and talked about <coughs> someone he knew who was <coughs> baptized in Jesus' name, received the Holy Ghost, and, and their, their child, came and wanted to be baptized in Jesus name another town another church and I so what are you saying you it never leaves you you can pretend you can say oh it's not that important but there's something about the presence and power of almighty God that's the covenant that we made let's stand Hallelujah. In fact, let's just, if you want to come, come. We're going to worship for just a moment. Hallelujah.